0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Abram Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Forty years old. this is Emeritus Rex with Rabbi Ruven, Yeshua Popko, Beth Israel, Beth Aaron. It's almost Rosh Hashanah. It's almost the Yom Hadin. But for many people in the world, many Jewish people in the world, Rosh Hashanah isn't just I'm getting ready and getting my... Uh, high holy day tickets and I got to make sure that I have a seat. It's, do I have my plane tickets to Uman? How is Uman going to happen? Am I going to get there? Where am I staying? Which minion in Uman am I davening at? Um, How close am I going to get to the Huge event. Uh, Thousands and thousands of people going to Uman. We know, by the way, Rabbi, that uh, a number of years ago, the measles outbreak, which... Uh, which which incredibly popped up, of course, was a byproduct of somebody in Uman passing it. Some, right, some And the non-Jewish population before the war um, definitely was primed for this as well. They knew that there was going to be a lot of Jewish money coming into their coffers uh, to take them to this site. It's really an incredible thing how, how it's developed. It couldn't have happened unless you had the confluence of a lot of wealth the the entrepreneurship of people and the ability to travel uh, to this spot that many people say, and I know you have a a critical uh, view of this, but many people say that their lives were changed by going there with such an incredible event. They even leave the confines of Eretz Yisrael, the Makum Kodosh, to go there and and, and get something they can't get anywhere else.
1: Uman brings up a lot of issues. I'm going to deal very quickly with the commonly... Uh, uh, you know uh, articulated criticisms one is how, how do you leave your family right I mean it's yantiv. you leave your wife here leave your kids I, I, what's yantiv?
0: okay can I respond to that just for a second there are we know that when we used to be in yeshiva there were plenty of uh, like old yeshiva guys who left their family to go to where they were no, right, not, the, the not,
1: not this mass phenomenon anyway yeah, all yeah. right I, I'm just telling you this stuff people say yes the other one is, as a Zionist, it, it deeply offends me that anyone would think you can go to a holier place by actually leaving Israel, which is bizarre. Uh, and,
0: and let, let me just respond there to Rav Chaim Kanievsky also, Zeychatsanek, also thought it was horrible that you have all these places in Eretz Israel as, as, as holy as you think it is, the place where Nachman was buried <laughs> How can you, how can you leave Eric?
1: It's been a long time since I've read about this. So I, my memory's a little flawed, I'm sure. But l- let's recall that in Eastern Europe, Breslov was the only Hasidic group that was routinely criticized and vilified by the other Hasidic groups. They were considered um, a little off, <laughs> even in those days. Uh, I forget who it was who threw his farm in the river. Uh used to get it violent confrontations with breast lovers in uh in in, in in europe um
0: you should like that though because of your antipathy to chabad at least you know they're you know, the enemy of my enemies i friend. have
1: often quipped that chabad should support breast love because by contrast they look normal <laughs> yeah. okay so i have often said that it's it's a, it's a it's a joke uh
0: but the point is Oh, that, but but but, but can match Chabad in terms of certain sort of magnetism that people are attracted to them. It really is
1: pretty strange,
0: right? It it, it happens.
1: I don't understand it. I really don't. I I never spent all that much time reading the, the writings of, of of Rabbi Nachman. What well, what I do know is what I've seen, and and I I have read some. I've read Lekutim and you know this kind of stuff. But I it, it seems to be a this that is how do I put this? I can easily be poor, uh, understood as engendering a very inward and if not narcissistic spirituality. And and it's a lot about self-actualization. And a lot of it sounds like pop psychology to me. I, I don't really get it. Um,
0: but I, again, I, I, but, I, but I wonder, do, do all Bresslivers, and I guess we probably would need a Bressliver, a real Bressliver to be on the program, do all Bresslivers um, uh, agree that a pilgrimage to Uman is part of yes. what makes you a
1: breast lover 100%. And I'll tell you something. I I, I heard an interview with a, a real a legit tamat chacham, who's a breast lover, who was challenged very pointedly on, on the theological underpinnings of this pilgrimage. What, what, what is It is that Rabbi Nachman promised that if you go to his cave for Rosh Hashanah, he will pluck you from Gehenna, I, I believe is the uh, idea. Uh, so he was simply asked by a very, you know, pressing interviewer, "What's the precedent for such a thing? What's the precedent? Is there anybody ever mentioned a Chazal as having the power to lick people out of
0: Gehenna? Uh, uh, Avraham Avinu. Chazal say Avraham Avinu was able to take people with their tzitzis from Gehenna. Yes. All right, people I'm, people have a bris milah. Chazal say Avraham is Avinu. there any
1: precedent of a man promising that? that he will have that ability. Is there any precedent at all? And that there's no precedent for. It. So whatever breast lovers will claim, this is a, at least they have to concede that this is something very new. That nothing like this has been articulated in the very long history of our people, right? That, that a person has the, the promise before they die that if you come to my grave, I will pluck you from Ganem. There is no, no precedent for this. It's, 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 you know, whether it's right or wrong, we can debate another time, but at
0: least admit it's without any... That I do know, and I am someone who, who loves Rav Nachman's farm, but I have no desire to go to Uman. I mean, we don't. Um, but one thing I can tell you is that the real breasts of a chevra believe, just like, it's similar to Chabad in a way, let me just, according to Chabad, the alt is really sort of like the the embodiment of what the Baal Shem Tov really wanted. In other words, it's not the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem, Tov, the Baal Shem Tov's main uh, articulator of what this is, is the Alter Rebbe. B- Breslov does the same thing and even more. They they even they even s- speculate that Rav Nachman was even greater than the Baal Shem Tov. In other words, the Rav Nachman is this Incredibly revolutionary, different figure, and, and 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 in his ideas are some of the greatest, deepest, most consequential uh, uh, things that you can have to be a Jew, and, and it's very shocking because it goes even further than Chabad, but I, but I but I I sort of get what they're what they're after because the book is almost like a Zohar, the Lekutei is is, is 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 like its own work. It, 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 unlike other chassidishes sfarim that you can sometimes see the precedent for and you can see, you could put it in perspective, Breslov, and this is why the Shpoli and others, as you said, threw this farm away. Breslov is sort of like its own creature. And, and, right, it's too so generous, yes. And, 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 right. So it really is something that, I, again, th- does it speak? You say it's pop psychology. Maybe. It, it clearly has been able to lift people who otherwise were aimless in their lives and were and, and were doing you know dangerous things it has it, it somehow is able to fashion them and to bring them uh to some sort of uh proper perspective of themselves as human beings even though they're still their behavior is still quite aberrant (laughs) but they are they're a lot better off now than they were before they became press lovers
1: okay now is it fair to judge anybody by their worst uh exemplars for instance this rabbi berland guy who's now seems to have been implicated in a murder and other uh Mm. you know various activity who posted a 10 yeah, okay
0: that's a that's a, that's a that's
1: dollar bond that, to leave Israel to go to Uman. I mean listen there's a lot of weird stuff can be happening that go on during this festival this is
0: this is emeritus Rex we can talk about the fact that not everyone who goes there is uplifted by the 40,000 people that he's dominating with together in the various the various uh, areas um, there's there's people being serviced by by the ukrainian women over there as well which i think i think that's what you're referring to yes right and and there are stories of people who go there because this is when you could you you could easily get these ukrainian women
1: this right. is what well, the whole thing to. is bizarre but I, again i don't listen there's some wonderful people who spend a, an enormous amount of money to facilitate this travel there are you know well who aren't necessarily breslov who who see the positive impact of it and, and support it, uh, very generously, uh, who may not even go themselves, uh, who feel that, you know, right or wrong. The fact is the impact is wonderful, uh, for many, uh, it uplifts. It, uh, creates probably true possibly. I'm an intellectual of of, 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 a stature of brilliance that is really unparalleled. And therefore I don't live in the world that other people live. I live in the world of ideas and, I understand that there may be some beneficial impact, but as a Luftmensch, I consider myself a Luftmensch,
0: uh, and
1: <laughs> I'm much more, you know, familiar with ideas than I am with people. You know, I'm just I lead a life very disconnected from mundane, you know, <laughs> concerns of others.
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. how, how long do you? How long do you want to go on about? Yourself? I'm going to go on a while
1: on this. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, go on. Okay.
0: Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I don't know. And, look, you
1: know. And, okay. and as and as somebody who lives in the world of ideas. Um, it's the ideas that bother me more than anything. The idea of a grave being you know, a central address of holiness. The idea of an unprecedented promise of a living mortal triggering this behavior with again, this is unprecedented. Uh, That's the thing that bothers me. I, I tell you that's what also bothers me in some ways about Chabad is they do wonderful work. They're fantastic. I've relied on them and there's no one very few people who haven't relied on Chabad. Chabad is certainly the most successful uh, uh, brand of orthodoxy in the world today. There's no question. They do enormous good. But what bothers me about them is the ideas. The ideas bother me. It's, it's not the, their behavior, their idea. The idea that in every generation there was one person who is the connecting point between a Kodesh Baruch and Klausel, I don't know the precedent for that. Who ever said such a thing?
0: okay right who
1: was it hill or shammai ravina or Ravashi? Well, a lot of it is, is is if you're going to start believing that dead people could be mashiach i don't know what was wrong with the or rottenberg i don't know what's what, what why i know what's wrong with rashi i mean i i don't understand the whole thing i mean it, it just befuddles but, me. Yeah. you know what's wrong with ravami maybe ravasi is mashiach i mean what mm-hmm. does this even mean
0: the, the idea of Yisbash the Moshe Dor which you do find in Chazal, and you oh, find, you find references. You find the
1: idea that in every generation there are great people, Yiftach B'dayri, all that stuff. But the idea that there's one person who is the connecting point, and your religion, the barometer of your spiritual success or, or, or achievement is determined by the degree to which you are connected to that person, I don't know. Where does it ever say such a
0: thing? Yeah, so the, now, now we're getting into beyond Breslev and Chabad. We're getting into Chassidus in general, because this is, you do find these things in statements. You in find trib- this steps. Uh, Attributed meant- to the Baal Shem, you do find this idea of Deveikus to with is there again? Is there one only one sadic? That to do make it? us
1: do it With Tzaddik, of course, is a wonderful idea. We can reject it as mis- and and
0: and the sadik can daven, but the reason. idea
1: that there's one person,
0: okay, but, yes, that is something that we find one person in, that's something that, that and right. the
1: definition of their generation the, extends beyond their death, yeah,
0: okay. This is something I agree. Um, it, it is a um, it, it is pushing the envelope.
1: And for them to say things like, every Klasen believes their Rebbe is No, they don't. They don't. They believe he's the cat's meow. But they don't believe he's the sole connecting point. Nor do they necessarily affirm that you need a, a tzaddik. It may be beneficial. It may be uplifting. It may be inspiring. But the idea that your, your, your Yiddish kind of is, de, is dependent, your status before God is determined by it, Whoever said such a thing?
0: Okay, so that is really the, what you what you're saying now, and again, this is turning into like a, a sort of a firing line discussion. William F. Buckley for Hasidus. yes, in Hasidic literature, and you can see Dresner has written about this in his book Tzadik. In English, you can read about that. Um, Heschel's student Dresner, um, yes, the idea that a, a, a Chasid's avoda is dependent and on his dveikus to some Rebbe. You're right. Not necessarily one above all, but you need to find that tzaddik, and that has to be someone that you have to be mavatil yourself to. You can't do it on your own. You might be that tzaddik, possibly, but if you're not, wait wait one second. If you're not, you have to be mavatil yourself. And this is something that, see this from the time of the Baal Shemtev, in Berdichev and others. Now, you're right. This is part of why the Gon and the Talmide Agro and the Litvisha. Uh, were against Chassidus because they felt it robbed people of their Bechira, it stopped them from the levels of growth, uh, they abdicated uh, the real Avodos Hashem that was internal and so difficult. Um, so you're right, this is a, a line of demarcation between your ancestors and Chassidus ancestors, but... Where does it say it? It does say that now. By the way, I, on my
1: mother's side I'm a Rebish. I'm I'm, I'm an article of the Belzer of the Belzerov, I'm an animal of the of Lublin, I'm animal of Rabnuchin of Chernobyl. Okay. I love to see this. Okay.
0: And again, so, yes, so, so so yes, so Menachem, find, so you, yes, you can find so the,
1: my, my, my elder Bubba was a Torsky. I come from all the nicest families. Okay. However, yeah. you cannot compare. You cannot compare the way a normal gerachas at all. alexander hasidim belzer hasidim looked to their Rebbe 100 years ago and how hasidim of breslov and chabad relate to their reb to their reb meaning rav nachman and rav nachman dorstein today there's no comparison yes you can find the nascent forms of, of, of the ideas that i believe have been disfigured but yes you can go to the mission and office say leharah OK, you, it, but again, they it, it, I believe at a certain point, the difference in degree becomes a different entity. It's a difference in kind. And I think they've gone much further than ever imagined, even by the Baal I, I
0: I'm not going to argue with that. There is definitely, especially, you know, the Be'l-shem-tav himself indicated that it doesn't, it, it, there's got to be a living represent, representative. The idea, and again, you know, Breslivers were known, when I was growing up, I heard from my father and from other European Jews, the Taitachsidim, that's what they called them, the Taitos. They were called the Taitachsidim, which was weird. Chabad has now unfortunately joined their ranks. At least
1: Chabad doesn't, I mean, oh, they do Gimeliyas, the crazy people do, but generally they don't. Listen, you can make the argument Chabad has become more normal since Gimel right? (laughs) that they emphasize uh, less some some of the uh, some some of the uh, unusual elements there you can make that argument on the other hand there's again a coterie of them which yeah. is, is, I, I, is crazy.
0: I i think i heard from your brother L'sholem, when we were talking about giving uh, the rebbes uh, alias so he said over from rabdavid of lelav i think that they would that they were going to give the, the rabdavid of lelav the, the alias so the gabai the press gabai said <laughs> Give him Hagba, and and it happens. Man,
1: you know something. But here's the thing: there's so many wonderful things. I mean, why is this? I understand the good that's come from it, and I don't discount it. And and maybe none of that good was possible without this. I I don't know, but it. it I again, as I said, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I'm an intellectual, and I live in the world of ideas. I may have mentioned this earlier. And it's the ideas that bother me more than the actions. And the ideas here, because remember, our people, we lived and died with our ideas. We died for our ideas. And and those are important. And uh, I think what some of these guys have done in, in, in the in the camps mentioned have have, have distorted you know, the I Messiah mean, okay. okay,
0: look, the, the intellectual uh, difficulty of Brelsev and Chabad maybe needs to be bemoaned. I, I, I'm gonna play your role over here and be even more uh, negative. You say, you mentioned about the philanthropists who have built up Uman and have built these tremendous edifices, these beautiful shoals that would, that, would, that would adorn beautifully streets in Ramat Beit Shemesh and other places. I say, why didn't the Gadela Yisro put a stop to that before it started? And let me now add parenthetically what I, I thought you were going to talk about, but I guess I'm going to have to talk about it. The danger now of going there. Oh, it's crazy. You know, I just, had a funny uh, you know, wait, 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 especially now. Yeah, no, so, it's insane
1: to go. What? I, and I'm somebody who, who who's traveled that, to that area on multiple occasions, even during the war, you know, to, to the border, but not across the border. But many wonderful Jews do, and they go to help other people. But to go for this?
0: At this time? There there should be a hachorazah from Gedei. First of all, I wish there would have been a hachorazah from Gedei Yisrael when this, I'm going to say it, the sickness began. And when they started this, they should have said, they should have gone to these menadvim and said, okay, you're you're putting a million dollars into building the shul for all these people when they come? There are aniam in in Meisharim, there's aniam in Geulo who need this money, there's people in America who need it it's all right if there's okay you want to have some place uh, a little bit of a lounge you want to have a place for them to be but that should have stopped there should have been a godzilla versus bambi there should have been that big <laughs> foot that big foot should have crushed it no stop it this money cannot go to there this is this is wrong because because we know I, I, listen the
1: reality happen. is today a uh, you know, that we all know. Right, that, and the fact yeah. is, all these Gedalim know one thing, and no one will listen.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, but so you, I don't could, blame the right, but, but could, could they? All right, so let's talk about could they at least be issuing bans now? They should be saying because of Sakana people, and, and we know I'll tell you what
1: happened to me last week. I was in a kosher bakery, okay, and a woman comes over to me crying, she can't sleep at night. Her son in law is going to uh, Uma. Now, I'll pause the story there, because I, 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 what I was thinking is not what I said to her. What I was thinking is the old joke. And I, I don't remember, if, if I get it wrong, I'm sure you'll help me. You know, everyone knows the story of Sholem Malach, right? Two mothers come with one baby. And the one who says, don't cut the baby, give it all away. That's the true mother, because that's the love. There's a, there's a joke of that, which is there are two mothers-in-law who have both sent, you know, uh, from America to Europe to bring sons-in-law over for their Respective daughters is before the war, obviously, and one of the Hassanim die on the on the boat over to America. So the two mothers-in-law go to the go, go to the rub and say each one claiming the the surviving prospective son-in-law belongs to their daughter. And the rub said, "We'll cut the guy in half." And one woman said, "No, don't." And the other woman says, "No, cut him in half." And he said, "You're the you're You're the (laughs) mother-in-law." Anyway, so so that's what that's the story that came to my mind. Where this woman in the bakery was complaining to me and bemoaning the fact that her son-in-law is putting himself in danger by traveling too much. She asked me what I thought. I said, "The guy's nuts. Handcuff him to his bed." You know, you know what was I supposed to say? But um, but it certainly was. uh, Listen, they're putting themselves in Sycana. Uh, for you know a, a pilgrimage that you know neither you and I are think is worth it, and uh, you know obviously it's it, and again you would have hoped, but again I, I don't think they really have a leader. I don't know who the leader is of
0: Breslov. Is there a leader? There are splint. As we know, Breslov has a there's number splinter. of splinter groups, uh, of, and, and there's you know the, there's interesting sort of debates between them. I don't know enough about it, uh, but I do know that you know there are different brands. And I think they have their different minyanim uh, where they are there. But this is sakonis the I mean, if you think about it, uh, uh, you know, we know, you know, it's during the three weeks we talked about tra- taking travels. You uh, know, this we don't need it to be in Shamayim uh, bad for, for for as the kli show us that it's bad. I mean, Putin is 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 talking consistently about attacking various places. What happened
1: to a simple pasuk in Chumash? Okay. Well, again, you, you, you're
0: you're again asking. here. It would seem halachically and uh, in, in just common sense wise, going there now seems to be a, a wrong thing, and uh, you know it makes you wonder once again. You know, we think as we come to Yom Adin, and we think about Rabbi. Uh, the events of the last year, the big events, the world shattering events. Um, this war that we talked about often in our exchanges, um, uh, would you say we talked about what's the message, what we should get from it. I mean, isn't that really the main, this, 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 area of the world being embroiled in war is really one of the main things we should, Listen, we're coming to, to a run.
1: very scary time. Um, the Ukrainians have risen to the challenge in ways that very few predicted they are uh, what they pulled off at the first week in September in the counterattack and retaking territory in the Northeast is really remarkable and um it does demonstrate yet again uh technology helps armaments help but if you don't have the morale of your own soldiers it's very hard to win and the Ukrainians have the the motivation and the spirit to fight the russian soldiers apparently don't they have a uh, a very ossified command structure which does not lend itself to victory on the battlefield um and uh and, and they're getting beaten and they're getting beaten. who would have ever thought they're getting uh, many more weapons than they did earlier uh not enough but they're doing very well with what they have and uh And it's a dangerous time because everyone always feared this at the very beginning of the war everyone said there's a lot to fear from a putin victory and there's a lot to fear from a putin defeat because when he's cornered who knows what he'll do and if he crosses that the the rubicon and, and and start and launches even a battlefield nuke the world changes it becomes imaginable and it becomes a lot um more of a uh, approximate danger to everybody and and that's a we're in a scary time here so that's why there are many people and I think they their naivete but in their well-meaning naivete you know keep talking about negotiation because they understand that victory for Ukraine can be a disaster because of what Putin may do a corner rat is not a good thing and especially when that corner rat has nukes and um and and Putin is getting close to that there have been demonstrations in all the big cities in St. Petersburg and Moscow against the 300,000 who were uh, called up, uh, the reservists who have been called up. There hasn't been a draft yet. That, that's probably a step too far for him, at least now he's called up 300,000 and there are protests. Uh, his friends, uh, his normal supporters of the media in, in Russia have now many of them have turned on him. Uh, it's a scary time. It's a scary time. It really is. And uh, I uh, you know, uh, many people thought Ukraine would fold uh, you know, in, in the beginning of this conflict, but uh they haven't. And in fact, they're now on a counterattack. Uh they got the Russians back on their
0: heels and uh who knows what what Putin will do. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, we talk about the Rubinoshom judging the whole world. We talk about it being in a way the, the birthday of the world and that everything gets reset. It would seem that this story and what's happening here. Needs to be paramount in our thoughts and minds and our tefilas when we talk about. Obviously, we 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 evoke a messianic age in our in our prayers and our thoughts. But clearly, let me ask you. You know, maybe it's important that there should be tefilas in all the shoals, especially. For this situation I always tell people uh you know the non-jews who greet me and say happy jewish new year so the ones that i think are going to listen for a minute i'd say you know we we this isn't just our new year this is the new year for everyone including
1: I, the way i always put it is it's the it is not the jewish new year it's the jewish idea of the
0: universal new year yes very well and therefore i'm praying for you and and, and when i see a non-jewish person I, I really feel that. As we know, the very first one of the zichroi is Noah, right? Gam Noah, Ba'avah Zachart, that we talk about, right? The first one of the zichroi in the psukim of Musaf is Noah, who represents all humanity, not just the Jews. Um, you, before we started recording, you mentioned there was another, speaking about Noah and the planet, you felt there was another thing that we should think about as the big event of Tavshin Pei Beis. Oh,
1: you know, it's a whole other subject. But I, I, you know, if you look at what's going on in California, look what's going on in Europe. Um, this religious like devotion to banning fossil fuels, even though America has enjoyed a decrease in, uh, you know, in carbon emissions over the last 20 years, a significant decrease, because of something the environmentalists were against because of fracking, right? You know, natural gas re- replacing some of the more uh, uh, to- toxic uh, uh, energy sources. And, and 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 yet there's this rush to becoming fossil fuel free, which is uh, in, in forcing a dependency on renewables, as they call it, which are highly unreliable. You look what happened in the electrical again in Texas and in California, mm-hmm. this over dependence on the Russian, uh, on Russian oil, because the Europeans didn't do enough to keep their nuclear reactors going after Fukushima, they all went bananas, even though it's very enormously safe. And if you're a true environmentalist, that's what you would be pushing. That's what the French and the Japanese, and the Japanese finally restarted, are, are now doing. And uh, and and this religious-like devotion to alternate sources of fuel, which are, which, which can be much more toxic for the environment than what we've been using if you look at the uh, the tesla battery uh, fire uh in in, in california and then not for the first time you have an event like this, which, you know, residents are, you know, are told to close their windows and turn off their ventilation because they're going to get poisoned by, you know, by the Tesla batteries burning. The fact is renewables are not reliable yet. They cannot replace what we have. Everyone can agree we should have some kind of, kind of transition, but this rush to it and the, the banning of oil, oil exploration when the world needs fossil fuels still, and they're going to need them for a long time is hurting the economies everywhere. It's 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 made Europe dependent on Russia. It's made uh, you know California electrical bills double what they are in the rest of the country, and uh, and, and they're doubling down on this stuff. And the and, and, and you know the the bills that are passed in Congress under Biden are are hurting. And this this rush to rejigger an entire economy in the pursuit of elusive environmental goals triggered by an uncertain science is really nuts
0: and and and, th- and we talked earlier today about the success of the propaganda machine of Chabad and breslov the the success of the environmentalists and their propaganda is incredible right because you know they could they they can appeal on a ba- grouse, grassroots level and say is this the planet that you want do you want to have i, mean, I think i have said this
1: to you before on this part, but i'll i'll repeat myself you know, after after the mob they come to Kodeshbrach, comes to Nayach and says, don't worry, chill, it won't happen again. Now, wh- why is that recorded in Torah? Unless it was of universal value. this part of the collective human consciousness, which is attracted to prophecies of catastrophe. And Nayach and all people needed to be calmed down to say, you know, it's going to be all right. And we've heard throughout human history predictions of the world's end. And this is just a secular version of what used to would, you know, uh, be in religious garb, of the world is coming to an end. We were told this, listen, I mean, go back and read the the most respected environmental predictions that were written 30 years ago and 20 years ago. What we're doing now should be impossible, according to those predictions. That's the reality. Go read Al Gore's book. That's now over twenty years old. What we're doing now? I mean, he he, he painted a, a a dystopian picture of the future. I, I mean, it. And we we were told there's going to be a population explosion in the '60s. That's what I grew up hearing. We were told that. You know, Reagan putting nuclear missiles in Europe and mid-range nuclear missiles is going to bring a, a nuclear war. In fact, it brought freedom for hundreds of millions. I mean, it's. It, it is the, the, the numbers of predictions of our of humanity's demise that we've heard and even in our lifetime is is, is breathtaking. And this is another one. There's a part of the human personality that is attracted to the prophecies of doom. And, uh, and and for many in this movement, it's not about so much about the environment, but about reconfiguring the entire economy towards door. Or more socialist ideas and state control and state engineered economy these are people who who are who bristle who are allergic you know to corporations allergic to private ownership and and you know they haven't gotten past their first year university courses and it's 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 this infantile idea that you know uh that you can somehow um, go ahead and change such a significant part of the economy without there being a serious price to pay. And then to go further than that and to terrorize children, right, kids in elementary school, the early grades being taught this stuff and being, and, and, and being brought into a world of pessimism and fear. Young couples getting married and, and saying, we're not having children because the environment is going, is, to rob people of hope. I mean, this is, it, it is so destructive, this movement. Everyone re- realizes you need to take reasonable steps And that's what many have done already. Also, people realize, you know, I love how cities have environmental policies as if that will contribute anything to anybody. You know, banning paper bags in New Jersey, as they just recently did. When when all the emissions are going to come from places like China and India and Africa that are still trying to catch up to first world economies and are going to be dependent on fossil fuels for, for another 100 years. And no matter what America does, no matter what Europe does, the impact is minimal because the reality is what will ultimately solve this is what has solved every problem till now, which is human ingenuity in a case of pressing need, and there will be a solution to all of this. And if you understand a little about history, you know, that's what happens. There's a challenge, you know, smart, dedicated, hardworking people figure it out, and we untangle it, it'll it be all right, and, and they instead they're robbing an entire generation of hope.
0: Yes. Uh, clearly, something that, uh, as we as Jews uh, stand in front of God and have this idea of the pristine b- moment of creation, of w- the way things were at the time of Adamah Rishon, uh, I I think that what you're saying, that little dose of understanding, is important. It- it's almost like you know we, we we're living in a, a, the what the propagandists for the environmentalists are doing, are imposing a a fantasy idea upon human beings. I think part of what we need to do is sort of like bridge the that that sort of like pristine image of a world that is so pure and beautiful and 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 and, and fresh with without any pollutants and actually bridge that from what Autumn was told on that first day, which was Kifshuas are its say, right? And that's part of, as you say, the human ingenuity to, to make that work. If we believe God gave Adam Arishon the bracha to, to basically fill the planet and subdue it, then clearly he gave us the means to do it in a way that we won't destroy it. Uh, and and as you say, we have to have faith in God and faith in human beings itself. So I think those are some messages to be mispoweled, of course. For the shalom of that of this of this world, especially as you say, the danger of the dictator uh from Moscow, and also to get some common sense as we celebrate, as you say, the birthday of this planet and become its stewards uh for our children and our children's children. So take care, my friends. We wish you from Emeritus Rex a to The blessing from that grand poobah, the intellectual above all.
1: I don't uh, know if I mentioned this earlier, but I am, in fact, an intellectual.
0: (laughs) Yes. And no greater blessing. Yes. You know, you you want your cake and eat it too, right? By the way, I
1: I take a great exception to that expression. What's the purpose of having cake unless you can eat it? The correct (laughs) expression is to eat your cake and have it too. That's the correct expression. (laughs) If people keep using, have your cake and eat it too, what is the purpose of having the cake unless you're going to eat it? The correct expression is, eat your cake and still have it.
0: Still have it afterwards, yes. So in the new
1: year, as you pick up your honey cake on Rosh Hashanah, remember the right way to say You can't eat it and still have it. But if you have it and you don't eat it, that's insane. There's no reason to have cake unless you're going to eat it.
0: Yes, I can't can't add anything
1: to that. This will be the subject of my Shabbat (laughs) Shuvatoshim.
0: Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Be Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.